What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 29 for the week of September 4th, 2022. Happy Labor Day if you're in the United States. I'm your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Be sure to follow along each week, and we're going to keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, we have everything that's coming to Disney Plus in Canada this month. Uh, we've got the trailer that has been released for Season 2 of The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And the Disney Plus premiere date and the trailer has been released uh, for Season 2 of The Mysterious Benedict Society. We're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and bring you our top 10 posts of the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. So uh, let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Uh, Highlights include new episodes of the Disney Plus original series, High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three. I hope that that continues on in perpetuity because I love saying it so much. Uh, Marvel's She-Hulk Attorney at Law over on Hulu. Um, The Crudes Family Tree, Complete Season 4, The Mighty Ones, Complete Season 3, and another episode from Season 2 of Reservation Dogs is now streaming, along with Episode 7 from Installment 2, if you're following along, of American Horror Stories. Uh, On Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada, we have the first two episodes of FX's The Patient are now available, Uh, and later in this episode, we're going to give a uh, little review and talk about those first two episodes of The Patient, and then also episode three of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. But before that, Disney has announced everything that's coming to Disney Plus in Canada this month. Michelle, it's your turn to talk, so give us the highlights. Okay, highlights include the Disney Plus Day premieres on September 8th, including the Disney Plus original movie, Pinocchio, Disney Pixar's Cars on the Road series, Marvel Studios Assembled, The Making of Thor, Love and Thunder, and the film Thor, Love and Thunder will premiere on Disney Plus Day as well. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi's A Jedi's Return. Um, We also have the unscripted series from Brie Larson, which is called Growing Up, National Geographic's Epic Adventures with Bertie Gregory, and much, much more. Um, We'll also see... uh, Andor premieres with the first three episodes on September 21st. We also have Hocus Pocus 2 on September 30th. And Season 2 of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers begins streaming on September 28th. Of course, we have new episodes of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and also Season 3 of High School Musical, the musical, the series. And that will have its finale on September 14th. Also, Reservation Dogs Season 2 will debut on September 7th. The Kardashians Season 2 will launch on September 22nd. Tell Me Lies, which follows, um, it's a series that follows a toxic relationship over eight years. That will premiere on September 7th. Dancing with the Stars Season 31. This will be Disney Plus's first live show that will debut um, on September 19th. Best in Dough, which is a pizza competition series that will launch on September 16th. 
Reboot. Uh, this is a sitcom. We talked about this uh, last week. That premieres on September 20th. And then Reasonable Doubt, which is an Onyx Collective series, that premieres on September 27th. There will also be new episodes released throughout the month for American Horror Story Season 2, The Bear, The Patient, and more. You can see lots, the full list up at Disney Plus. Of lots of good things coming. Yeah. Um, it's impossible probably to watch all of that, so pick and choose the best ones, but uh, a lot of good stuff regardless. Um, how about that uh, trailer that was released for the uh, second season of The Mighty Ducks Game Changers? I just checked that out, and I am pretty excited for this show. It premieres on Disney Plus on September 28th. What did you think of it? I liked it. You know, I, I really enjoyed the first season. I was looking forward to the second season. Of course, we knew that Emilio Estevez was not coming back to reprise his role as Coach Bombay, and I was a little disappointed after I heard that. And now we got our first look at Josh Jumal. It kind of looks like he's going to have a bigger role in yeah, the second role season. Yeah, his role seems a little like, more expanded than what yeah. Emilio's was in season one, where like I feel like he was just kind of there for the nostalgia factor, um, mm -hmm. you know, here and there. and but um, yeah, it seems like uh, Josh's character will will be there, and like, most of the cast is the back. And I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely watch it. I, I hope that like season one at times had a, a like a little bit of a corniness to it uh, mm -hmm. for me, which I get it because the movies kind of were like that. I I would like to see, and it kind of felt like there might have been a tad bit more uh, of a serious tone not like it's like a serious drama or anything by any means but like i feel just like by the trailer it feels like like a little bit more trending towards the serious side of the scale a little bit to me i think that's why i liked big shots a little bit more because yeah. it kind of had that fun feeling but also had a little bit of seriousness to it too. It didn't feel. It didn't have like the campiness feeling yeah. uh, to it uh, that Mighty Ducks had uh, a little more frequently. And to some people, that might be their thing. That that's fine. I, I didn't find it like offensive or anything. But I just I, I would like to see it be. I think it could be a little better if it if it ticked a little bit more over to the uh, serious side. And I I did get that a little bit from the trailer. But either way, it does look uh, like it it's going to be a good season a show what else we got uh we also got the trailer for and i i never watched i, I never made it through the season one but this season two of, of this one kind of makes me want to go back and, and watch it it actually looks like pretty good even though i'm probably not the target demo for it uh season two of the mysterious benedict society i think that that like the trailer looks good like yeah. a cool like kind of mystery adventure I, I i watched the first two or three episodes of season one it was fine i liked it it was there was just so much to watch that time it's like one of those things he just never went back to watch and finish it but like you said, after watching the season two trailer, I'm like, yeah, I got to find that time because this does look good. So this premieres on Wednesday, October 26th with the first two episodes and then new episodes will release weekly after that. So this season, Rainy, Sticky, Katie, and Constance, the four gifted orphans who are recruited by the eccentric Mr. Benedict, who is played by Tony Hale, embark on another mission to save the world from the nefarious plans of his twin brother, 
Dr. L.D. Curtin, who is also played by Hale. The original series, based on the New York Times best-selling book series by Trenton Lee Stewart, will debut new episodes weekly on Wednesday, streaming on Disney+. So when the kids discover that Mr. Benedict and Number 2 have been kidnapped, they must piece together the riddles and clues within a scavenger hunt set by Mr. Benedict to foil Curtin's latest scheme. Relying on only their wits, intellect, and empathy, the charming group of misfits embark on a globe-trotting adventure by land, air, sea, and pie truck, calling upon their special skills to solve the mysteries and rescue their lost comrades. Along the way, the kids experience the growing pains that come along with being part of their newfound family while remaining true to their unique selves. In the process, they discover what true happiness really means. Yeah, like I said, the the trailer made that look good, and, and I, if I ever find the time, I might try to go back and, and catch up with that, and then check out season two. What was that sound, by the way? It when was you first my phone because that? I didn't turn it off like you told me to. There's one rule I when know. we start the podcast: I, turn I, off I your cell phone. <laughs> it's it's pretty simple. It's one rule, but we can't follow that, so. That's our special bonus content for the week. <laughs> As a reminder, you can find links to all of our articles uh, that we've uh, talked about today on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where we also find links to all the articles that we're going to talk about next in our News Blast segment, which, as usual, Michelle will go first, hopefully sans any kind of auditory uh, I turned it extras. off now. Okay, so Disney Plus has confirmed that season one of the critically acclaimed original series, The Bear, will launch on the streaming service in the UK and Ireland on October 5th with all eight episodes available to stream at once. On the top... Uh, sorry. The Bear follows Carmen, also known as Carmi, who is played by Jeremy Allen White, who is a young chef from the fine dining world who comes home to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop, the original beef of Chicagoland, after a heartbreaking death in his family. A world away from what he's used to, Carmi must balance the soul-crushing realities of small business ownership, his strong-willed and uh, recalitrant kitchen staff, and his strained familial relationships, all while grappling with the impact of his brother's suicide. The Bear is about food, family, the insanity of the grind, the beauty of sense and urgency, and the steep, slippery downsides. As Carmi fights to transform both the original beef of Chicagoland and himself, he works alongside a rough-around-the-edges kitchen crew that ultimately reveal themselves as his chosen family. I know when you were sick, you said you had watched the first couple episodes and you really liked it. I have not watched anything yet. It has been renewed for a second season, and, I mean, everybody's talking about it. I, like I definitely really will go back and, and mm-hmm. finish that at some point. I, it shouldn't be too hard to get through because they're like half hour episodes but um the one thing that show really nails is like the feel of i've worked in a restaurant before like it really in nailed, chicago too it, it really nailed the feel yeah. of like like of the hustle that it takes to work in a, a place like that and there's great actors in that show it's really good uh disney has cast chris bridges who you may know better michelle as ludicrous uh, Lil Rel Howery and Tayana Paris uh, to star in the Disney holiday comedy film Dashing Through the Snow. The film tells the story of a divorced social worker for the Atlanta Police Department who despises Christmas due to a painful childhood memory. When sent on a uh, call while spending Christmas Eve with his daughter, he inadvertently evokes the wrath of a local politician but meets a man who helps him understand the joy and magic of Christmas 
production is currently underway in Atlanta with the film set to premiere on Disney Plus next holiday season. Joy Bryant has joined the Spiderwick Chronicles Disney Plus series. Disney Plus announced the series adaptation of the popular fantasy adventure books last November. Um, she will join previously announced Elian Daniels, Noah Cottrell, who have been cast in lead roles, and then Christian Slater, who will play the villain in the upcoming series. Um, in the series, upon leaving New York and moving to Michigan and into their rundown ancestral home, the Spiderwick Estate, with their mother, twin brothers, Jared, and Simon Grace, along with their sister, Mallory, find themselves pulled into an alternate fantastical world. Kat Coiro, she uh, directed Marry Me and some episodes of She-Hulk, will direct the first two episodes and will also executive produce. Uh, Disney has released the trailer for season two of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, which you may also know as the Kardashians, and that's going to premiere on Hulu, Disney Plus internationally, and Star Plus in Latin America on Thursday, September 22nd. Uh, cameras return to capture the ever-changing lives of Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie. I, I could have said all those names with my eyes closed. Uh, the family welcomes viewers back to stand with them through their biggest triumphs and struggles, from fiery romances and life-changing milestones to unimaginable successes. The family bond remains unbreakable as they navigate their public and private lives for the world to see. Hulu has acquired a new half-hour comedy titled Phony from Marcel Michelle with Shoes On co-writer Nick Paley. Phony, which was written by Paley, is a coming-of-age mystery described as freaks and geeks trapped in the Twilight Zone. It follows Sonny, a popular high school kid who wakes up after a strange car accident and discovers his mom has been replaced by an imposter. Drew Goddard, who is the writer of The Martian and creator of Marvel's Daredevil series, is joining as an executive producer. Uh, Reagan Aaliyah, uh, who you might know from EXO or Kitty, has joined the cast of Marvel's upcoming Ironheart series at Disney Plus in an undisclosed role. That's the news uh, for that. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, that upcoming Ironheart show a few episodes back or a couple episodes back. Not a whole lot known about it other than it's going to feature Dominic Thorne as Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. That's all you need to tell me to get me interested to want to watch. <laughs> so last June, The Hollywood Reporter reported that a Wonder Man live-action TV series was in the works for Disney+. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings filmmaker Dustin Daniel Cretton will reportedly executive produce and possibly direct an episode or more. Andrew Guest will be a writer and producer. He worked on Brooklyn 999 and Community. Um, he, he's going to serve as head writer. Um, so now it's being reported that Ben Kingsley will reprise his role as Trevor Slattery in the upcoming Marvel series. Uh, ben Kingsley Slattery is a failed actor who posed as the main baddie in Iron Man 3. Tony Stark foils him. Slattery returned as a good guy in last year's uh, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. Uh, this project has not been officially announced by Marvel, but this is one of the... Uh, projects that's rumored to be that will be announced at d23 expo so i i have a feeling we'll hear something more about this next week uh, and speaking of d23 expo uh so disney branded television home to some of the most iconic stories and characters in the disney canon is bringing its disney magic to kids and families and disney fans of all ages with its first ever d23 expo showcase 
Disney's epic entertainment showcase, the musical, The Extravaganza, hosted by, I figured it was going to be Julianne and Derek Huff, but Mm -hmm. it's actually hosted by Raven Simone and Lily Singh. This is on Saturday, September 10th at 3.30 in the hall, in hall D23. That was a joke because the Huffs like literally host host everything everything Disney related. I am so funny. Uh, This fan extravaganza will feature big news, uh, big stars, big musical performances, and big previews of upcoming series, movies, and specials across the Disney Plus, Disney Channel, and Disney Junior. Uh, Plus, this epic presentation will also be available as part of D23 Expo Live, which will live stream many of the biggest D23 Expo panels and presentations throughout the weekend. So here, there's so many. I'm definitely not going to read all of them, um, but we do have the link with all of this information on our website. Uh, But um, how about growing up, executive producer and director Brie Larson and series subject Vanessa Arie, I believe that's pronounced, um, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series Stars, Joshua Bissett, uh, Sophie Wiley, uh, let's see, Percy Jackson and The Olympians, executive producer and author Rick Reardon, and special guests, uh, let's see, The Muppets Mayhem stars Lily Singh in The Electric Mayhem, including Teeth, Floyd, Lips, Zoot, Janice, and Animal. Yes. Uh, Zombies 3 stars Milo Mannheim, Meg Donnelly, Kylie Russell, Car- and Carla Jeffrey, and many others. Uh, Phineas and Ferb creators Dan Povenmire and Jeffrey Marsh. Uh, where else did I? I saw uh, Tim, Tim Allen, Allen is supposed Santa to Claus, be there for, yeah. for Santa Claus. So pretty cool event. Uh, lots of uh, well-known names there. So definitely want to check that out. Ryan Johnson, who wrote and directed Star Wars The Last Jedi, has confirmed that his Star Wars trilogy is still in development at Lucasfilm. In a recent interview with Empire, Johnson explained that the project is still in development but is on the back burner due to scheduling conflicts. Um, This is what he said. He said, I've stayed close to Kathleen and we get together often and talk about it. It's just at this point a matter of schedule and when it can happen. It would break my heart if I were finished, if I couldn't get back in that sandbox at some point. So Johnson's Star Wars trilogy was announced in November 2017 and currently it's unknown what it's about, but will uh, reportedly be unrelated to the Skywalker saga. Uh, finally, for me, according to a recent report on the Marvel Vision podcast, Marvel Studios has spoken with Penn Badgley to star as Reed Richards, also known as Mr. Fantastic, in Fantastic Four, which is going to premiere in theaters on November 8th, 2024. Most recently, John Krasinski played a now-deceased variant version of Richards in 2022's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, nothing has been confirmed on this, so this is just a rumor for now, but... Uh, I mean, if they're going to meet November 8th, 2024, they better get someone to play Mr. Uh, Fantastic, because otherwise I don't think that's going to be a very good Fantastic Four. I watched Gossip Girl and and that U series. I think he's good. There you go. He got uh, Michelle's stamp of approval on him uh, to play uh, Mr. Fantastic. So that's it for our news. Uh, Review time, what we were watching uh, this last week. um, We've got the first two episodes of The Patient, and we've got episode uh, three from She-Hulk. Which one do you want to do first, Michelle? Up to you. Let's talk about The Patient first. Yeah. This was... uh, Kind of came out of nowhere for me. Uh, I saw the the trailer when it, when it first came out. I'm like, oh, Steve Carell. Like, it's hard to see him in anything other than being Michael Scott. 
from The Office because he's so like iconically tied to that role. But he's a really great actor with a ton of range. And this show immediately from the trailer like piqued my interest, and I definitely wanted to check it out. And um, I, from the first two episodes, I will say that I am very glad that I did. Uh, so give us a little background yeah. on uh, on The Patient. So like you said, Steve Carell, he plays therapist Alan Strauss. Um, the Patient is a psychological thriller about a therapist who is held prisoner by patient Sam Fortner, who reveals himself to be a serial killer. With time running out, Alan fights desperately to stop Sam before Alan becomes complicit in Sam's murders or worse, becomes a target himself. So this also um, stars Domhnall Gleeson. You might remember him. He played General Hawks in uh, the last trilogy for Star Wars. Um, this is going to be 10 one, uh, half-hour episodes. It's uh, streaming on Hulu in the United States. It's also streaming on Disney Plus in some countries, including Canada um, and Australia and New Zealand. So... Uh, Right off the bat, you kind of get hooked and reeled in. You see, like, um, Alan, who's played by S Steve Carell, he, like, kind of wakes up and... Chained to the floor. Yeah, and then tries uh... to get up and realizes he's chained to the floor. And there's just something about that scene where he's trying to, like, break free and see how far he can go on that chain or something. And that I just started feeling like really claustrophobic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like, I, I just felt it. And I was like, well, that's really well done that I'm like they, they getting so uncomfortable watching. They really uh, portrayed a, like they found a really great way to portray a sense of like, kind of like hopeless, hopelessness and tension immediately in that situation. Like what's going on? Mm -hmm. Why am I here? This is scary. I, and cause you don't know why he's or like how he got there or anything. It's yeah. just, uh, definitely, uh, immediately ratchets the tension up to, uh, you know, to, to 10. And this was so much better. The first two episodes than what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was expecting it to be decent. Like I, like I said, just from the, the initial trailer that I saw, I was I was definitely interested in checking this series out, but uh, yeah, it was way better than I really expected that it would be. Even though I was kind of I was hoping it was going to be good, but yeah, it they definitely delivered at least in the first two episodes. And we're starting to see this like kind of relationship um, develop between the two, the and not that it's captor and captain, right? And um, you just want to see where it goes and kind of initially i think that hulu was going to release three episodes at first and at some point they changed it to two but i really wish they would have done the three because it you know when i review these things like i always like ask myself two questions was i entertained and do i want more mm -hmm. and that i mean this checks off all the boxes definitive yes for both of those yeah. questions for me um this show uh, kind of screams to me like binge worthy. Mm -hmm. So uh, just getting the first two episodes is kind of a bummer uh, just because I was immediately ready to watch as, as many as I could uh, just as soon as episode two was done. I like th that would just like fit that like Netflix model perfectly because mm -hmm. you'd it's, it's a show I, I guarantee or maybe not guaranteed that's it's too early yet because there's still what eight more episodes but like I just feel like based off the first two it's one that you just would definitely want to go all the way through in like a weekend because they're short and uh, yeah 
but the, it, even though they're only a half hour, like they just go by just like that because there's there's so much tension and it's really kind of crazy because like in the first two episodes it's really just the two actors i was just gonna, there's a couple like backstory scenes or whatever mm-hmm. but for the most part it's just those two and in a normal show i'd be like okay that's gonna get worn out or how do you keep that exciting or it's a sign it, of a good show yeah. in, a, in a good setting and in a good story that uh, you know just two kind of two characters interacting like that uh, can just keep you so engaged to the entire time and it really uh goes to show again especially in steve carell's case uh just how how great of an actor he really is and it's just you he's always played like the always associated with that you know obviously iconic comedic character doofus michael scott and i love him as that but like it just seeing him as doing something else it's just really it's cool yeah i agree and he does it so well really good actress oh great right um First two episodes combined, I, I made a, a, a. I'm gonna say a nine for both episodes so far. I, I loved it. Wow. I okay. Absolutely loved it. I'm at eight point three. I mean, I really liked it too, but I'm a little bit lower than you. But I, I mean, it doesn't. I, I I loved it too. Yeah. I I just think that I I really hope that they continue to deliver. Um, but the, episode two ended with. Uh, a little bit of a cliffhanger that makes sure mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what's happening in at the beginning of episode three because it just like it, the, the way the episode two ended was great. Yeah. So that's it for uh, the patient. Be sure to check that out. It, well worth your time. It, like like I said, the, we talk about so many series. There's so much that comes out each month. It's hard to find the time, even if it's something you want to watch. I couldn't recommend this one more to anyone. Definitely check it out. Uh, which brings us now to episode three of She-Hulk. Now, we always are watching the Marvel shows because those are the biggest shows. And um, you, you kind of like if you're going to do a podcast talking about Disney Plus and all that, you've got to make sure that you're following the biggest releases. And this one, this is one so far. This is the third episode um, my rev- my score for the the first two episodes were were not anything more than average. What did I say? Like a five five and a half and Mine a six. I think perfectly average. I I do think that episode three grew on me a little bit more, and I'm I'm am enjoying it. But um, you know, o- overall so far, She Hulk is just okay for me. But uh, give us the backstory then okay. on episode three, and then we'll give our scores for this one. So episode three is titled The People versus Emil Blonsky. Um, it's 35 minutes long. So in this episode, basically, we see Jennifer Walters and she's trying. She's representing Emil Blonsky, also known as the Abomination, as parole hearing. Um, and there is a little instance where he was broken out of prison, but not by his will. And so she's trying, and there's there's some side stories too. I don't want to give too much away, but we do have some cameos. Uh, we have Megan the Stallion. Oh yeah, made her cameo, and then uh, we also got Benedict Wong as Wong, which is cool too. So um, I don't know. I'm enjoying this, like when I watch it, but I don't. I'm not excited, or it's like I enjoy it, like I watch it, but um, there's nothing going on too much that's like really exciting me. I do expect it to get better. There's nothing wrong with it. There's just, I don't it's, it's know just, what to, like, there's, I feel like there's 
something missing. Uh, I'll continue to say that uh, Tatiana Maslany oh, is is yeah. absolutely great, and without nobody without, else could do that role. Without her in this, I I think that the entire series so far would be a real dud. She, it, it's her her charisma and her just uh, she just shines uh, an unbelievable a, yeah. way a, a, to shine through on the screen she and, saves and, and the own whole it. Thing. it it definitely saves it um but yeah the, it's it, it's other other than her now obviously that's a, a big factor of the show but is her portrayal but um it, it's really just kind of perfectly average at, at this point for me uh I did like episode three a little bit more maybe than than one and two, uh, so I would. Yeah, I feel uh, like it's kind of maybe getting into its groove. Which, if, you know, if this series, if these episodes were an hour long or or even you know hour hour ten something like that, I would probably be completely checked out on it because they're shorter episodes. It's kind of easier to to power through one even if it's not like something that's completely engaging having you on the edge of your seat uh with that said i would say for episode three so far i'm up to a a i'll give it six six and a quarter um a little bit better than than the second episode definitely better than the first i i continue to not like the cgi effects of she Hulk. I I don't I don't like the look of it. Yeah, it just, something it, it, still feels off it about that as well. Feel, it doesn't feel right. It feels kind of cartoony and corny. And I I know it's supposed to kind of have a little bit of the you know, like the comedic kind of cornyish theme to it a little bit. But I just it doesn't work for me. And it's I don't see that that's going to change. Uh, the abomination like that oh, that, yeah. that he looked I, cool like yeah. in the transformation in that um. Again, nothing. there's a lot of nods to like Thor and stuff in there. I, I I do like I said I do enjoy watching it. It's not like I don't like it. It's just it's there's it's, nothing. It's just as good as the other stuff that we've yeah. watched by Marvel and Disney Plus. So. Nothing, nothing offensively bad, Mm-mm. other than maybe like I said I don't like the the CGI, but nothing really great. And like that's the thing, you know. D- does it check those two boxes for you? you know that that you ask yourself when when you're reviewing things um maybe not not a, not a whole lot so if it was something if if I we like I said we're we're always going to watch all the marvel ones and talk about those cuz those are the biggest ones uh if I if I was more pressed for time I and we weren't officially going to be doing that I would probably have passed on it after the second one but again mm-hmm. it's it's gotten a little better so we'll see where it goes what's your score yeah six and a half for me um still not quite as up there as the other marvel series but like like i said i, still, I mean we're you know daredevil's gonna show up as i i do expect it you know at the end we got this glint, our first look at the wrecking crew that mm-hmm. that was like the you know guys that jumped her or whatever and um, they were trying to get her blood for their boss that we still don't know who their boss is. So it's kind of setting up the villain. So, you know, they're... I did actually, I did like that scene. Yeah, so I feel like they're kind of setting up, you know, something bigger here. And, you know, you just got to stay with it. Well, yeah, that that is kind of the way all of the Marvel shows always go is that I feel like they always kind of start a little bit 
underwhelming for the most part. Like, I feel like that's kind of a theme, but it's because there, there's always like a little bit of a slow burn to set something bigger up. And, you know, typically they do end up delivering. So, you know, if, if at the end this series is up to a, you know, six and a half or seven overall for me, like that's, that's worth it for me. And yeah. I, will, I will have, won't feel as if I've wasted too much of anyone's time uh, talking about it. Most of all, my own. If you are one of those people that love looking for the QR codes, um, there is one in episode three. It appears on screen while Pug is um, researching his case on his laptop. When you scan it, it will take you to 2004 She-Hulk number one, and you can get that free comic. Um, and also, if you like twerking, because who doesn't, make sure you stick around for the end credits scene. It is amazing that Megan Thee Stallion is now part <laughs> of the MCU. Yeah, right? Anyway, that is going to do it for our episode this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. If you know anyone else that likes uh, you know, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and listening about all the... Uh, shows coming out be sure to uh share this with them because we would totally appreciate that be sure to visit our website disneyplusinformer.com that's where you get all the latest news rumors reviews release schedules and more especially pay attention next weekend with all the d23 releases yeah on thursday be... on september 8th we have disney plus day so there'll be some There's uh so stuff much... coming out then and then we've got d23 weekend on friday saturday and sunday we'll be covering stuff as it happens probably will be clear. the busiest most um, expansive amount of disney plus related releases that we have seen definitely um in two weeks when we're back to do the podcast mm -hmm. we will have more to talk about than at any point since we have started doing the podcast because of all that information that's going to come out so really uh follow on twitter at more disney plus make sure you're checking out that website because there's going to be so much it's going to be impossible to even cover it all but we're going to try our best i know michelle uh do you have uh, like some ice packs for your hands and stuff because you're gonna be you're gonna be spending all week uh, weekend typing so you you know make sure you crack your knuckles a little bit and get up stand yeah, stand up walk around a little bit stretch because I uh, I don't want you to be all hunched over uh, the the keyboard all weekend so again thanks for joining us uh, please also stop by and visit our uh, Facebook page we'd love to see you there we're gonna get out of here so until uh, two weeks from now. Uh, we'll... Take care. We'll see you next time. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.